Muhammad, I've got something to uh, confess to you. Go on. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just had McDonald's salad. Subhanallah. <laughs> Isn't that? Don't they say that's that's worse than like a cheeseburger? <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. They say like it's got more sugar or more salt than a cheeseburger does, or something like that, or more calories. I don't oh, know. No, this one was pretty clean. I mean, I'm only half uh, ashamed of it to be honest because it is really good, and it's it's like clean, bro. It's like it's all just pure vegetables. Mm-hmm. The only dodgy bit is the uh, dressing. That's what and, they say. Uh, they say the dressing's the worst yeah. part. Yeah, I mean, depends what you mean by worst, but you know, it's only a little bit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> this is how it starts. This is how it starts. What's what's this week's topic? I mean, funnily enough, this week's topic. Uh, how, what's that got to do with, uh, with well, the salad? Well, when someone gets married, they start yeah. eating a lot more and they put on a yeah. lot more weight because they're so comfortable. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I hope that's not the case for me. Um, yeah, this week's topic is how to find the spouse of your dreams in three simple steps. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you, <laughs> brought to you by Achi Tweet, the Twitter mastermind. That's what oh, they call him. Twitter is so boring now. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, is, it, is it? Sorry, did I get that right? Is it three steps or five steps? Um, <laughs> for you, it's five. But for the rest of the okay. world, it's three steps. For you, oh, it, that's it, it's why a I bit was so late. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I spent all this time. Uh, I spent like five years doing the last two steps. Everyone just got on with it, basically. Well... I guess so. I mean, congratulations. Yeah. You got married. Alhamdulillah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Um, um, yeah, um, I just want to say uh, from the last two episodes we did about masculinity, like the feedback's been so like just balanced and like really good. And uh, we got a few requests to do some kind of similar topics. And I'm happy with those. I think I checked the downloads and I think the first one on masculinity got is our highest downloaded episode so far. Oh wow! So um, definitely, I mean, look, I already knew it was a topic that needed covering, right? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I mean, handle out. So I'm gonna say thanks everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, man. So so you're married. I'm just married. I haven't actually done my wedding. So I think most people uh, assume I would have done the wedding if I say I'm married, but I haven't. Um, and actually, maybe that's when I get more excited after the wedding. Uh, maybe it's like more real. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, I think you know because marriage is such a huge topic. Let's kind of zoom in, inshallah, on um, you know from from that hype where you want to get married to actually getting married, and then that marriage like being kind of successful, if you like. You know what? What are all these elements involved in it? And you know, it's kind of crazy. I mean, let me just start it like this, Muhammad. I remember in a few episodes you mentioned like it's so hard to get married. Yeah. Uh huh. Is that actually true? Uh. Uh. <laughs> it's not. It's not hard if it's okay. if it's um, if everybody, and I mean everybody, is on the same page. You know. Right, but people aren't. People don't tend to be on the same page these days, in terms of. Okay. So it's so just, kind of, it's, it's a general. What are we talking about? We're we're t- talking about like cultural differences, expectations, um, okay. uh, compatibility issues. The you mm. know the the stuff that people complain about all the time. Um, okay, so you're saying basically. I guess what you're saying is like a globalized world, like people don't share exactly the same culture anymore mm. in many places in the world, and therefore there's some always some kind of misalignment. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think uh, the biggest issue as well is um, is really is just the the uh, what's the word the conflict between the you know bride and groom and the parents or the family you know yeah i um, is there an issue with sorry go ahead no i was just going to say like but every everybody these every single person's situation is different there are overarching problems that maybe all muslims experience 
but okay. different, you know, different circumstances for different people. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, but but is there not an issue then in terms of uh, I don't know, men can't find good wives, or wives can't, uh, or women can't find good husbands. That's mm. not the issue, right? The quality is there, but you're saying there's just misalignment. Oh, oh no, no, no. Like I believe the, the issue is there, not necessarily because people are being. Uh, Realistic. I think it's because people are being unrealistic, and um, it leads them to be maybe too picky or looking for the wrong things. Um, okay. So, I mean, we'll start from the bottom. It's like um, if we actually let's start off from the the the, the, the advice of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll use that as our base. The base being that a woman is married for uh, X amount of reasons. You know, mm, uh, her status, uh, what was it, lineage? Or was that an extra one? I added that on. Yeah, lineage, yeah. Her beauty, uh, mm-hmm. and then obviously her dean, right? Wealth as well. Wealth was one of now, them. Status yeah. and lineage is kind of one of Yeah, one I thought maybe they were, yeah. yeah. Um, and certain people maybe only look for one of those things. Right. Uh, not, I'm not talking about Dean, but certain people look for maybe just beauty because that's all they care about. And then mm. certain people, I mean, I don't really know anyone who looks for wealth. Allah, maybe the other way around. Maybe women look for wealth in men. I don't know. Could be wrong. That could yeah. just be an assumption. Um, and then, but by the way, for women is a bit different in terms of the criteria. I'm sure, but we'll get into that afterwards. Yeah, we'll get into that. And then, yeah. obviously, I think the most difficult one is the person who looks for all four in one person. Because you'll never okay. find it. Like you'll never find it the way you want it to be. Because humans are no, generally come on, bro. No, no. I think I'm married. If no, I find it. <laughs> I don't mean like that. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about certain people may have a complex where they. No, um... bro, you're disrespecting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, seriously. Like certain Sorry, people have a complex yeah. where um, they forget that. The person they're interested in or the people that they're looking at are human mm. too with flaws yeah. so people don't accept flaws and people and at the end of the day when you're presenting yourself to a potential person then you are only showing the best of yourself and they're showing the best of themselves to you okay you understand but but the moment like a flaw peeps its head over like peeps its head out of the mm. hole suddenly <clears throat> oh no actually this isn't right for me onto the next one kind of thing yeah okay got you then yeah yeah but i i consider like these four criteria in order to for me for me if i consider someone has four of them i would be like i would think they're at 70 70 out of 100 on all of them kind of thing Mm, not mm. that they're 100 out of 100 because come on man like it's just impossible yeah um but one thing i've noticed actually or kind of realized or yeah realized is that you know these people i don't know if you hear people say I want to be accepted for who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially uh, women love this, isn't it? Just want to be accepted for who I am. You know what? I kind of understood what this means now. Like, I don't know. It just dawned on me kind of one day. Yeah. It's when the person is, you know, 70 out of 100 in mm. whatever it is, in their mm. manners, in their ibad or whatever it is. Yeah. They're 70 out of 100. And that 30 out of 100 that they're lacking, it doesn't actually bother you at all. And you fully accept them as that 70 out of 100 mm. and if they were to go to 75 and 80 that would be bonus for you but you're kind of content with them as they are and you're not going to moan to them or complain to them about that 30 out of 70 mm. out of 100 sorry that that's kind of what i've understood and i kind of yeah i really understood that now and that's fully possible because in the end everyone's got problems but uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to say, I've got problems, yeah? Yeah. But if someone accepts me for who I am, they're kind of like, um, it would be nice if he improved. But even if he never improved, like, I, re- I respect him how he is, and mm. he's a good person how he is, right? So that's kind of a, a, a realization I've had recently. It's, uh, it's ambition, really, that should be looked for. Not necessary, and I mean like genuine ambition, not just. It's hard to tell sometimes because at the end of the day, we're always in a constant. We should, anyway, always be in a constant um, position of wanting to improve who we are. So constantly yes. self-developing. Um, so whether you're married or not, or looking to get married or not, that should always be your goal. So even if you get married, yes, 
you should constantly still be self-improving, right? Um, yeah. But some people only self-improve up until they get married, and that's it, and they become... Mm. Do you understand? They, they draw the line there because that's maybe deep down their intention for self-improvement was only for that sole reason. Nothing to do with their own spirituality yeah. or their is that, own... Is that common, do you think? Definitely, definitely. And, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier when we started this episode about like guys putting on weight or you know mm. just becoming comfortable, just becoming maybe too comfortable and then right. too... Um, what's the word? Like lethargic and... Not yeah, necessarily apathetic. Apathetic, exactly. That's what I'm thinking of, um, and not necessarily whether it's physically or mentally or spiritually excelling, mm. um, and mm. and that's why it yeah. goes back to what I wanted to say about ambition. I think if you see someone who's truly ambitious um, and can hopefully continue that, and you've got that kind of mindset as well, then really it's a bit like a triangle. I remember um, I saw this diagram once of. Um, very simple one it had like a man at the bottom left triangle uh, angle and then a woman at the bottom right and then like mm. it would have like a like Allah written at the top right and the closer oh I know yeah, this I know this yeah. Twitter days Twitter, Twitter days. days bro <laughs> yeah the closer they get to Allah the closer they get to each other kind of thing but oh. you know it has some truth to it it has some truth so cute bro I know bro so cute god I feel like I'm 18 again <laughs> bro bro you just this i've never i've never experienced this before you just brought twitter into audio form i know bro that's that's mad say goodbye to breaking boundaries out here. <laughs> breaking boundaries man yeah man so so these four criteria mm. um at least uh for a man to like to consider um, I think, you know, if we, you know, most people listening, they're either in the UK or I think in the US, you know, a few people like in UAE and stuff, but mostly in these countries, right? right? I think most people, they don't consider the whole, the whole lineage thing, right? Mm. Um, but the truth is, um, maybe they do subconsciously. Yeah? So it's like, at least for me, um, mm. I take that quite seriously. So it's like, um, what does it mean lineage? It means that their, their father is is like a decent person you can tell their manners is good they're you know they're, they're praying they have a their honest job you know uh, they they they've worked um they've provided for their family etc uh, the mother the same manners this and that maybe the grandfather for example if your grandfather was some kind of sheikh some kind of mujahid some kind of manashar that's uh, that's like plus points it's like okay because also there's barakah in the lineage you know mm. you might do something great in your life for the sake of Allah and your great grandchildren might benefit from that yeah you know so um, so yeah like lineage is something I think definitely people in the west especially should take more seriously I think it's considered kind of old school but you know uh, the the what's this acorn and tree kind of analogy I forgot what it is but um, yeah I would I would definitely look at the parents especially and because something that my friend told me, which kind of made a big deal for me, um, it like opened my eyes. Right? He's like, those, those the parents of, of your wife, they're gonna be your um, children's grandparents. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And are you gonna be comfortable leaving your children with them, for example, mm. or your your wife's um, brothers or sisters? Mm. Are they good people? Are they? If you leave your children with them for a week, for example, are they yeah. gonna come with bad habits or something? So yeah. that's something to consider, definitely. And you shouldn't, like, obviously you could say, um, you know, these days, like, we don't really do that stuff. Like, we don't really uh, spend time with distant family too much. Everyone's uh, moving around because of work and this and that. But, you know, you should actually aspire to that, though, hmm. still, if, if possible, isn't it? Hmm. I was thinking recently regarding um, how, like, the father of the, you know, your bride-to-be is such an important uh, consideration um, I was thinking like when because a, a woman is raised by her father and she's and her, that's her mahram and that's who raised her and that's who protects her and that's who provides her right so her yeah. expectations of how to be looked after in that sense comes from what her father 100%, was like to, yeah. 100%. so so if you're nothing like her father absolutely nothing mm. Then you um, set yourself up to fail. Yeah, yeah, and you can't provide the way, or you can't even personality-wise or emotionally be that like yeah. that kind of person. Because if yeah. she's, you know, if you're, if the father, for example, is uptight, very quiet, very, you know, but calm mm. and stuff, right? Mm. And then you, you're completely different. 
She's used to that, and then you're something else, and then in the house, you're some. You understand? It's just going to be yeah, all sorts of expectations. Like her dictionary, her. her dictionary of what a good man is, is going to be definition. She's, when she goes to Google, define good man. Mm. The word dad is going to come up. Yeah. Mm. Now, if you don't match that, at least sixty percent of it, maybe seventy percent of it, then she's going to say, you know, write your name in, define. And it's going to say bad man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, just to make it simple, Annie. So, you know, p- people define what a good man is, what a good woman is, how a good husband should be based on their experiences. Mm. But this is it. Even further thinking, like, I was thinking, well, wouldn't it be incredible if, like, I mean, it's rarely going to happen these days, but if your, you know, your, your, your father-in-law was your friend, in a sense, mm. right? Mm. Because think about it this way. Uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam married the daughter of Abu Bakr right yes. and uh, the Prophet Sallallahu relationship with Abu Bakr was of such you know he knew Abu Bakr so much to the extent that he knew Aisha radiallahu anha would have been raised by Abu Bakr Abu Bakr is a good man so Aisha radiallahu anha will, Aisha radiallahu anha will in- inherit the upbringing that Abu mm. Bakr radiallahu anha gave do you understand so think yeah. of it from that context and mm. it just sort of it makes sense it really does yeah, definitely. And uh, the mother as well is like, the mother will be a kind of role model for the girl as to how a wife should be to an extent. Yeah. yeah and there are always exceptions to this stuff. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. it's a kind of good thing to keep in mind. You cannot ignore this stuff. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. So uh, so that's that's like the lineage thing. The uh, What about the Dean thing, bro? Like, like, how do you define what good deen is even? You know, I, well, I see this question asked all the time. Yeah. And uh, what would you say, though? Uh, it's difficult, I think. <laughs> it's difficult. I mean, really and truthfully, it should be... Um, sorry, I'm just checking what time prayer times are. Six, oh, God. You know, there's only an hour or so between Maghrib and Isha here. Anyway, even here actually, I think. Yeah, um, it just means I'm going to have to pray Maghrib in a bit. Um, what was I going to say? So the Dean thing, right? Well, it, it, some of it it goes back to what I said earlier about ambition and you know seeking ambition and stuff. But another part of it, like I, I really think that the man should have ideally, without boasting, maybe a bit more knowledge than the woman he's marrying. Oh, that is that is, but I feel like it should be because it makes sense to be, you know, every like the, the hadith goes, you know, all of you are shepherds and each one is, you know, going to be questioned about his mm. flock kind of thing, okay. you know. And if you can't sort of take control of, you know, your family's education in that way. Mm. Wallahu mm. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, you know, your spouse won't know more things than you do course not mm. in certain aspects but i'm talking like in general and i think most women want that personally i think most women want someone who's knows a bit more than them wallahu mm. do you understand yeah maybe yeah maybe um what's it called I, I i don't know about like he has to be more knowledgeable than her obviously whatever he knows that she doesn't know i think mm. both would like uh that kind of thing where he can teach her some stuff yeah i think both would like that um, however, you know, maybe maybe the guy's wife would be uh, very knowledgeable in uh, maybe her Quran's on point, her Tajweed's mm. on point, she memorized mm. the whole Quran. Husband hasn't really done that, but her husband, in the end, in the end, his his kind of thing is that he's gonna he's gonna uh, be the be the leader of the household in terms of uh, keeping everyone in check, right. right? Which means he also has to keep himself in check, right? And uh, and then being the, I don't know, bro, just being the pillar, which can mean many things. But if he's got that on point, then maybe the knowledge isn't isn't so bad, isn't mm. such a big deal. Um, for me, like I'm not gonna. If someone kn- knows a lot more than me, um, in that side of things, I don't consider it a big deal, big problem, to be honest, mm. because I know I can be a leader in other areas, right. Oh, as long as I can, I can be a leader in other areas. Then, uh, and we all com- compensate. I um, think it, only because I think only because it brings a sense of humility that allows 
you to be a leader a lot easier. Do you understand? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, none of this stuff is going to be like black and white tick box. No, yes, of course, no, yeah. isn't it? But so you're saying you you kind of jump straight from Dean to like knowledge and seeking knowledge and this and that. So is that well, this kind is of the main thing? My assumption is that I'm going off based off the assumption that people are looking for someone who is practicing, who you know fulfills the fundamentals. Um, but you know there are people that really don't put that on their agenda whatsoever. Really, do they pray or mm. not? I don't care. Do they you know do they dress modestly? I don't care. Do mm. they you know? Mm. So yeah. there is. I that think a lot of people, bro. There's this issue which is quite pertinent, mm. which is which is I'm not like muttaqi enough to marry someone who is muttaqi, who is kind of pious. Mm. Yeah. Um, so how do you think about that? Um, God, the, put the thought in my head of certain people I've spoken to who are guys who don't really practice, who are all over mm. the place. But then mm. you talk to them about marriage and settling down, and then they say, "Oh, don't worry, I'm just going to get a a practicing girl from back home." You mm. know, with the with the with the idea that they're going to be like super obedient and not okay. care about what sort of stuff they've gotten up to in their lives. Um, mm. Sort of oh, so they so they don't have this problem at all. They're not they're not lacking confidence because of it. No, but it's a you know it's oh. a twisted twisted mentality that actually isn't the reality of the situation. Women, yeah. you know, women abroad, women from you know Tunisia, Algeria, wherever we're from, they're not. Mm. They are actually sometimes more outspoken and more confident. Well, Algerian women will slap you. <laughs> This is what I mean, though. This is what I mean. So there's this weird idea. Like, I think they're just thinking too old school. Like, maybe generations ago, you know, that may have been the case. But I don't mm. think in this day and age that, you know, many of those kind of women exist. Mm. The thing I was thinking about is, like, some people, maybe they just pray. They're just about pray. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're, they're not really... Let me kind of put it into a picture. They're not really, you know take extra breaks in work um, to pray on time kind of people because yeah. that creates too much friction at work or whatever. Not that level, perhaps. Uh, but they really aspire to be better. Yeah. And maybe, you know, because they aspire to be better, they aspire to marry someone who's better, who's higher level than them, right? But then they're thinking, I'm not good enough, right? Mm. What about those people? Hmm. Did you, did you not ever have this thought come up in your head or what that I'm not good enough to marry someone who's practicing yeah like higher than you uh no not really because by the time oh. I started thinking about marriage I You're was already, already married no I was already practicing <laughs> I was already yeah. practicing you know maybe mm. if I wasn't maybe if it got quite late before I started practicing now maybe that would have mm. come into my head but mm. you know I've started practicing it like what 17 18 maybe 18 mm. so yeah. never really thought seriously about marriage until that point I didn't even think like marriage wasn't even in my discourse up until I started hanging out with practicing brothers who wouldn't shut up about it then I thought well maybe this yeah. is what I need to do kind of thing you know yeah. and at that point you know when you start practicing your iman is so high and you feel like you're on top of the world that you're untouchable yeah. and yeah. that you know shaitan can't touch you and you're in, like do you know what I mean like that kind of high so yeah. yeah at that point why wouldn't I you know why oh, wouldn't I think okay. I can marry someone who's practicing as well or okay. better than me whatever I guess I'm thinking about people who are all, they're all practicing yeah, yeah? Like, that, like this guy we're talking about Mr. Yeah. Abdullah yeah he yeah. is praying bro he's praying he reads Quran like once a month when he remembers yeah uh -huh. and, and but he like but he wants to marry like a girl who's like memorized the Quran. She's like proper. Um, she wants to like I don't know. She wants to fully memorize the Quran. She wants to raise her kids Quran mm. and Sunnah. This and that. Um, you know, she dresses really, really properly. She takes care of how she dresses, trying yeah. to follow the right way. This and that. And he's looking at her, thinking like, Yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, this right. is it. Like, okay, what I'd say to Mr. Abdullah is that there's nothing stopping you from trying. Do you understand? Mm. Like, but she's, should, so you, you think he should try anyway? Yeah, you try anyway. Things. Try anyway because yeah. that's what Allah wants from you. Allah wants you to go, you know, go for the best, no doubt. Right. And if okay. the girl, you know, the girls, the the girl in question has a hundred percent choice of mind to, you know, the right to say no. 
She has that, of and that's course. fine. If she says no, you know, Allah Ghalib kind of thing. But yeah. if she says yes, then to be honest, it's a good situation for the man to be in because it means that he may feel like a good inferiority inferiority complex that will make like push him to be better and mm, to raise yeah. the stakes. You know. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Good point. As well, what, what I'm thinking is. You know what, like what people want out of their marriage or what they're seeking is not always going to be the same, right? No. So that girl that, that Mr. Abdullah is thinking of, of marrying, yeah, maybe she, she, she wants someone, obviously, who's praying and all of that. Mm. But maybe, she, uh, for example, her home situation is not that stable. She's mm. looking for some stability in her life. Yeah, exactly. And she, she, she'll take a hit. If the, if the guy has not memorized Quran, no problem. As long as he's, he's praying, he's got good manners. Um, yalla, I want that stability yeah, in my life. Yeah. So people are looking for different things, you know. Yeah. Um, some people just want a visa, bro. Let's be real. Yeah? <laughs> but this <laughs> it goes into it. It goes into it. Because if you think about it, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I, I believe that the biggest epidemic we really have is maybe people being so, too unsure that they never make a move, too picky mm. that they never make their mind up. Yeah. You know? I think, bro, I think as long as you, um, you're real with yourself and you genuinely think, Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna improve, even if it's kind of slowly. I am mm. gonna improve. I am going to uh, be, you know, uh, you know, quote unquote, good enough for this mm. girl. Then mm. yeah, go ahead, mm. like go for it. If you know, you, you can't judge what she's looking for anyway. Mm. You know, mm. so yeah, it's a good point, Yanni. Go for it, but 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 just be transparent in it. Yeah. Like, don't pretend. Don't don't pretend okay. stuff. I mean, you, know? you, know, you don't have to go and like disclose like your whole life story, or whatever. But also, if you if you sense that she's got a false impression of of how how you are, then you mm. should. I think you should kind of uh, somehow kind of uh, you know let that be known, uh, even if it's an, in an indirect way. Mm. I mean, definitely, man. Like, uh, oh, it's on the door. I was going to say, God, my mind goes blank so quickly when I'm trying to think of a point. I should really write <laughs> things down. Um, so I was saying that people. I have too high expectations of what they want, right? Mm. Mm. Uh, what was my point? Oh my god, marriage makes me go all funny, man. When I talk about it, <laughs> no. What I was going to say, what I was going to say, red. yeah. What I was going to say is that how um, you know the real the real thing about marriage is it doesn't you know it's not before or finding the person. It's actually being married. That's where the real you know the tests come into play, right? And mm. It goes at that point, then you realize all the talk about all the boring talk that no one wants to hear about in terms of compatibility and what your parents' advices were and all this stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's when that really starts to matter. And all that stuff that you cared about and all the butterflies that you got at the beginning and you know the infatuation, so to speak, that sort of goes out of the window very quickly, you know, because mm. it's not because it's not there and it's not needed anymore. What's needed is for you two to. To work together, to be a family together, to strive together, etc., etc. Mm. You know, mm. um, yeah. So people are blindsided generally. I think people make marriage decisions based off of their feelings that they've got for someone that maybe they shouldn't have had initially, or shouldn't have put Especially themselves in. It. Yeah, like catching feelings for someone that you probably shouldn't have. Wallah alam, you know, probably shouldn't have interacted yeah. with as much as you may have done before, um, and that taints your you're thinking in a way that you can't be practical anymore you can't be logical anymore um yeah. i mean i remember speaking to you a while ago god it must be a while ago now obviously marriage comes up every now and again but i you know it amazed me how because I, I was asking you like what's going on and you're not sort of actively looking or doing anything and you were giving me like the most logical sensible answers and i was like wow this guy <laughs> <laughs> i remember that conversation yeah um, but obviously there are other people that aren't logical and really it's you know there's a lot of let's say desires that fuel that kind of quest for marriage that isn't mm. actually about you know building families together it's just about trying to keep it halal bro do you know what I mean yeah, like, that yeah. is the driving factor of a lot of guys getting married now so yeah. what what ends up happening as well is in a hypersexualized society where th there's things everywhere you want mm. You want a piece of that pie, but you want it to be, you know, you want it to be halal. So that's your motivation for getting married. It's nothing yeah. to do with, you kind know, of short term. Exactly. God, mm. you you've got this thing. I mean, where you, I will say like a entire paragraph trying to explain something, and you'll just give it one word, 
or two two words and it will explain everything I've been trying to say. <laughs> well, that's why we're co-hosts, isn't it? You bring <laughs> ideas and I summarise them. <laughs> Bro, let's move yeah. on. I want to I wanna actually, I've got structure in my head here. Yeah? So we talked yeah. about this, uh, this initial hadith, right? I want to go into some other stuff. Uh, other kind of hadith around this uh, this uh, topic. Then let's move on to um, other reasons outside of these hadith. Other reasons why, like why people choose different things, etc., and what makes people compatible. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so the hadith that we mentioned mostly, I think it's um, it's a kind of advice for the men, right? Right. Uh, Prophet ﷺ obviously he mentioned that a woman could be chosen. Now you could, uh, you know, I've heard people apply it to. To a man could be chosen for this as well, but there are more. There are other um, kind of references that are more explicit for women. Uh, uh, women's criteria when they're looking for a man, right? Yeah. So I remember there are, there are four of them. Okay. So um, um, so the the first two uh, that come to mind is Surat in Surat Al Qasas when you know the story of Musa alayhi salam when he oh, goes yeah. um, he's uh, he's fleeing from uh, from Egypt and oh, he's yeah. in uh, Median. And then he helps these two girls out with the sheep. Um, it's, it's a really sick story if you look into the, all the details, nuances, all that. But, um, but basically, you know, one of these girls, like, kind of, you know, she's impressed by, by Musa Ali Salam and she wants to marry him, right? Mm-hmm. So she tells her dad. What does she tell her dad? She tells him, you should, you should uh, what's it called, uh, hire him, should mm. employ him, yeah. Um, uh, basically, the two characteristics she gave, like the reasons why you should hire him, and what obviously what she's alluding to is you should actually marry him to me, right? But uh, she says, uh, I think the the ayah goes, "Innahu khayrun man astajart al qawi al amin." Okay, so qawi and amin. So qawi uh, being strong. Okay, that's that's one criteria. Amin being me, isn't it? So just you should marry me. <laughs> no. Um, uh, Amin means like trustworthy, right? Of course. So, so, um, so those are two criteria. Surah Al Qasas. Um, another one is the the Hadith of the Prophet uh, which I think m- most people will know, which is uh, about you know if someone uh, you know asks for your hand, for your daughter's hand, mm-hmm. and you're you know you're pleased with his uh, his uh, manners and his deen, then you should accept. Otherwise, there will be uh, fasad. In the land, there will be like corruption in in the land, right? Oh yeah, um, that's so important, uh, though. That part is so um, important. Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say. By the way, to... bro, just before we get into that, bro, yeah, this hadith, I believe there is some weakness in it. Oh, yeah. Um So I don't think everyone agrees that it's authentic. But anyway, uh, I mean, it's so widely quoted that I think many people accept that it's it's, it's uh, at least in the the meaning of it is is uh, authentic. Oh. Okay, go ahead, bro. No, I was just going to say, like, it goes back to people being too picky because when that does come to them, sometimes mm. it's not necessarily because people use that hadith to justify or to argue that parents stop them from getting married to someone they like, right? Okay, that's what people tend to justify that, like, use that hadith for. It's like, oh, I wanted to marry so and so, but my dad didn't let me. Uh, dad, yeah. check this hadith out. Uh, mm. He said, "You know, he's, he's good, and that why you're refusing based on whatever skin color or tribalism or racism, or whatever. You know, that's yeah. what they use it for. But really, that can be applied to a lot of you know other people where someone do- decent does come to them, but because he doesn't look, you know, ten out of ten, or yeah. do you understand? Like superficial, yeah. he doesn't meet the superficial criteria, which mm. God knows what that is anymore. Then, mm. you know, no, thank you, I'm not interested, kind of thing. You yeah, know? yeah." I think something interesting that comes to mind from this hadith is like it's better to marry a guy who who seems average in many areas but you know his manners is good his deeds is good obviously there's details how you define that but mm. it's better for your daughter to just get married to someone who might be average in other areas but he's good in those two solid pillars yeah that's better than for her to kind of hang about waiting for someone better waiting for and someone that's, that's quite that's quite profound bro because like there's this sense of urgency about at least getting your daughters married, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty interesting point. Uh, just to good. just to correct myself a bit, uh, I mean, I think I read it correctly, but the the ayah is actually قالت إحداهما يا أبتي استأجره إن خير من استأجرت القوي الأمين. So uh, that's uh, ayah. Uh, was that twenty six? Uh, no, twenty five. So it's 
Yeah, man. So these are the kind of four, four criteria. That's uh, pretty interesting. Well, like, think about it. Yeah, uh, strong. So obviously that could be financially, physically, uh, mentally, even emotionally strong, resilient. Mm. You know, mm. um, I mean, trustworthy. Obviously, you know, you're trusting. You're trusting this man to take care of your daughter. The the daughter is trusting this man to take care of her, to protect her from. Um, evils of the world evils of shaitan and to you know remind her like okay um you know do this improve on this this yeah you know, this kind mm. of stuff and then and then he's got he's got manners and he's got his deen he's you know he's praying he's fasting ramadan you know he gives charity here and there uh whatever you know, uh, that manifests as like these are pretty strong pillars man mm-hmm. pretty i mean strong. one of this like i'm not i'm not here to offer my own tafsir of it but when you said when it says qawi like it also reminds me of um, Musa alayhi salam's character with these women when he helped them you know it indicates yeah. that he didn't he only did what was necessary and didn't go beyond that you know he didn't sit around and chat he didn't do you understand he didn't yeah, exceed definitely. the bounds so he had strong sense of character and strong self-control which is mm. also quite I mean I, I mean it's advice to women generally is that you know attractive guys who are loved by everybody tend to also be quite I don't know Low key. weak in terms yeah and, and quite weak in terms of because there are a lot of temptations for them right mm. but it's the guys that are average in many areas like you said that generally don't get a lot of attention don't experience oh, right. the fitna of you know don't yeah, experience yeah, know the, what you mean, yeah. the fitna to the same extent that maybe you know everyone yeah, because they got their head down and yeah, they're exactly. like serious about their life and they're getting stuff they're getting on with stuff basically yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not looking for anyone's attention they're not like showboating they're just like getting on with life like yeah. Musa alayhi salam what did in the Quran what it mentions the first thing he said to them is uh, what's going on basically yeah 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 uh, just went to them says you know what's going on and also I, I believe in tafsir it mentions that uh, when uh, you know he helped them out and then they went away to their dad then uh, they went back to call him to come. Their dad wanted to, to meet him or whatever, right? Mm. When he was going to the house, right, he was actually in front of them, mm. right? even though he doesn't know the way. But he was in front of them, so he's not going to look at them and stuff, right? Mm. So some interesting details here in terms of, yeah, man, just if you think about it, you know, taking away the uh, prophethood uh, aspect, mm. this is just a hardworking uh honest guy basically a mm. uh, strong guy you know he just goes he sees people need help helps them out mm. you know get, he does not looking to take advantage of, of the situation in any sense he's not even looking to get paid money nothing like that yeah so, uh, it's sincerity it's, isn't it and it's genuine sincerity yeah. in a sense it's hard to identify sometimes but it also goes it does put into practice how important it is to have your family and your parents involved you know mm. Mm. I mean, you know, yeah. she, she, you know, in this, in this area, she didn't come and uh, tell her dad, I want to marry him, blah, blah, blah. She t- practically let her dad make that decision. You know, maybe mm. there was a hint or this and that, but she displayed to her dad that this is a good man and you, you know, hire him for this reason, mm. you know, mm. and, and her dad, you know, with the, given that sort of respect, her dad made the right decision and made a decision yeah. based on principles, not, you know. Yeah. And she was actually able to communicate to him that, you know, She's interested, basically, mm. uh, and that's kind of rare, you could say. It's just, you know, I, I do believe strongly that uh, I know now that I am a parent. From, I, mm. I can't get used to saying that; it's really weird. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you do start to see. Well, there's no way. There's no way that a parent would want their. Well, not you know, nine times out of ten, a parent would want bad for their kids. So when mm. they are being difficult, it's not coming from a bad place. And I think mm. I think that's what some people need to understand. Like I've I've learned that maybe when we were younger on Twitter days, we used to complain a lot about this whole issue regarding um, you know yeah. race and background and why can't I marry out of yeah. my background and all this stuff, right? And it is yeah. very you know it's very 2013 Twitter really that kind of talk. But mm. um, I went to war several times for <laughs> about this topic. It's it's <laughs> Bro, key, I had yeah. the horses, horses, bow and arrow, swords, shields, everything. Yeah. Well, I see it now. Like, I can still see it now actively. Like, nothing's changed in terms of the other, ge- like, the new generation of Muslim kids on there or in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. But really, practicalities are so important. Mm. And, yeah. so, and, so now we kind of get into the section about, okay, we got all the, the hadith, etc., giving us mm. advice. 
but now also what are the other preferences what are the other criteria and what yeah. is also the reality going on yeah. on the ground yeah if you're coming from a if you're coming from a, a family structure and you're coming from a family that is quite close knit and you know generally our cultures or at least muslim cultures put a very high emphasis on family and kinship right that's just normal yeah. that's going to come from us but if you're going into it solo like this mm. decision solo with no mm. consideration for maybe what your family want then it, it really and truthfully you're just you know you're banging against a brick wall there's no it, there's nothing nicer than having the blessings of your family sincerely I'm not talking about to the point you know you've argued your point to the point where they've, ha- they've been left with no choice but that's not that's not any blessing bro <laughs> yeah that's what I mean yeah. that's what I mean yeah. but you know you want to you want to seek your blessing, and this is why. Sorry, going back. This is why it's important not to catch feelings for anybody before you get married, because mm. really, if you if you said to your parents, "This is someone that I may be interested in," and they said, "Actually, it's not a very good idea," then it's very easy for you to say, "Okay, it's not a very good idea. Shut them. Uh, you know, let them go. Move on to the mm. next one," because you have no feelings for them. But if you put mm. yourself in a position where you've caught feelings, you become so emotionally attached to someone, then your family say it's not a good idea, then you're going to argue it and refuse because you're just, you understand? Because you've already yeah. crossed the bounds where your heart has become attached to this. So suddenly love is blind in and, mm. you know, you can't remove yourself from that situation. Mm. Kind you know? of set yourself up to fail I, in a sense. I think my, my grandfather, I believe, well, I was told how he, he met my grandmother, right? As, mm. I, and it was old school style. Apparently, my grandmother was like working in the fields, right, mm. in Morocco. And my grandfather, proper like old school movie style, was told about her or something. He rode up, he rode up to the field on his horse, and he saw her from a distance. And he thought, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. good. He thought, yeah, she's good. And that was it. That was all it needed. And then he went and got okay. got married, like old school yeah. style, you know. And and, but, and but, but did he know her family or something? He must have done, yeah, because you know it's not going to be just out of the blue. But I'm talking about interaction between the two. To the oh, point, yeah, okay. you know, and look, they were married f- all their lives, you know, until yeah. he passed away, like mm-hmm. Hamel, and, you know, they had loads of kids and now grandkids and, you know, the lineage mm-hmm. carries on. Yeah. So the, it, love comes, love, real, real love, we can argue yeah. whatever love is, comes mm-hmm. within marriage and not before it and not, do you understand? Mm-hmm. That's, Definitely. That's, that's where it matters. Definitely, yeah. Agree with you 100%, man. Um, I think, you know, especially for guys, it's pretty funny, you know, if you think of a lot of guys, you know, maybe under the age of 22 or something like that. Men are so undiscerning, meaning they're so not picky when it comes to women, at that age especially. Like, a guy will be like 20, and he'll just like see a girl, and he'll be like, I'm in love. Like, it's so funny, man. But it's it, the thing is, it's funny, but it's so real. Like mm. it, it does happen. Men do not have these sophisticated filters for different criteria they're looking for in a woman, and this no, especially at that age, it's just like. But I don't like you? Her. Wouldn't you argue that it's just superficial? Like it's just physical attraction. That's all that matters. A lot of the time, it's physical attraction. Sometimes it's what I would call the aura. It's just right. this vibe that um, certain women have or certain girls have. It's like aura, and yeah, it's like men get infatuated quite easily Mm. Um, but I think you know what's sick about that is like that happens yeah I can't argue that it's not that's just reality and I'm sure it's the same for hundreds of years it's been like that right Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the thing is though in Islam if you're infatuated and you want to actually you know get serious about it you want to you know actually uh, get involved with this girl right you actually have to go to her dad or whatever yeah or you have to go to your dad at least and then you go together whatever it is right the thing is that is such a big commitment and it's something where you have to before you're ever going to do that you're going to ask yourself a hundred times am I serious am I really into her that much is it this is it, it forces the, this guy who just saw her for five seconds decided he's in love yeah it makes this guy think about it a hundred times then he's like yes actually I am serious then he could go ahead with it so mm. yeah, and he, Islam got the perfect system yeah, and he, in that sense definitely um, and and this whole thing of going to her dad and getting permission from her dad, it's like filters out so much rubbish, Allah. I yeah, can you're say right that for sure. You're right because this is a struggle, and if it's worth it, then you carry on, really, isn't it? And exactly. It's like you're yeah. proving that you're. It's like the girls should find it quite flattering that this guy has, you know, he, he didn't just walk up to her where there's no resistance. 
He's actually been through something where there's resistance to even just talk to her or to even just consider her kind of thing. Mm, mm. So it's, it's very, very good system, Yanni. Um, but I don't think there's something like wrong with this whole infatuation thing. Like, I think, well, normal. yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, a lot of it is, uncon- you know, you can't control it. But then there's, there's, yeah. there's times where, <sighs> the way I put it is like, when there is a bit too much between the man and the woman beforehand mm. then it becomes like they're plotting against the family to sort of make it work do you understand like yeah it's, so it is this stuff like, a, like common yeah yeah well you know it is isn't it it's like a maybe a bit of scheming a bit of what can we yeah. do to make it work how can we convince yeah, yeah. and it becomes okay. a bit of like a, a love story a hollywood yeah. movie you know yeah romeo and juliet but then from the other side though you the reason this is happening is because there's um, problems from the whole family structure side of things, you know, mm. like um, obviously if you grow up and you can't speak to your parents about this stuff um, then that's automatically a barrier, um, it's a barrier to even starting the conversation so mm. it's something to keep in mind I think for for us for example you know, uh, you know you've know, you got a son already inshallah when all of us like listeners and everything, we have kids we have to think about these things deeply because it's not it's not about making making marriage easily in a superficial way. Yeah. It's about it's about like uh, it's not about saying oh the mahar is is one penny and I don't care where he's from. I don't think that's the actual barrier. The barrier yeah. is that you can't have a conversation with your children. Your children yeah. want to want to get married. Your son is interested in someone. Your, your daughter has been approached and the guy didn't really go to her dad. He just went straight to her. She can't open the conversation. He can't open. It. These are. I think this is some of the significant uh, factors. Yeah, yeah, no happened. doubt. No, you're right. You're right. And you know, it, there's levels to everything. And the way like the Sharia works is that you know it, it addresses like Islam in general addresses every single aspect of your life. You know, so yeah. if if you're you know if a if someone's relationship with their parents isn't based on the Quran and Sunnah in a way that the parents didn't communicate and raise them in a way that they can be open to conversation, right? And if the mm. parent wasn't too harsh or too lenient to mm. the point that when the child does grow up and wants to get married but then can't have that conversation with their parents, mm. then that's where the struggle, you know, the barrier is going to be. And then suddenly, yeah. you know, how can you look after and, and, and want the best for your kids if you were never there in the first place to have that conversation yeah and and when you when you don't have the closeness you actually don't have that soft power that influence over them yeah. so um and that goes the other way as well though if you're not strict and you're very very loose mm. then your children kind of don't have a reason to respect your opinion exactly. so if, if you if you're very loose and you're very open and they come to you say oh yeah i think i want to marry so and so and this and that and then you've got your decades of experience that they don't have and you're saying yeah. actually I don't know about that and you've been too loose and you haven't actually put any constraints in their life mm. then they would they might just look at your um your suggestion or your recommendation as something that or oh, same same level as their friends kind of thing mm. so you need uh, obviously <laughs> yeah everything's balanced obviously but i just wanted to go to the, the you know specifics of that you need constraints because children need they actually like constraints they don't want absolute freedom uh, and then you need to have that openness and that you know, a good relationship with them no doubt bro i think yeah firstly actually you know you tell me yeah what is the number one factor like you know someone's coming to you they're saying look i'm actually looking to get married right now this is mm. a guy yeah abdul karim is looking to get married and mm. he's saying look um, there's actually a lot of different girls I'm considering my dad knows a lot of Ammus and he, they all have daughters and this and that but okay. what's like the number one criteria that I should actually hone in on if there's only one criteria that I'm actually going to decide by uh-huh. Akhi tweet says that it is what <laughs> uh, you know what it's, it might be controversial I will say what are the like what are your favourite traits of your mother like what is it about hmm. your mum Okay, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say it in a weird way. I'm literally just being legit because the way your mom raised you with love mm. and compassion is what you want for your child, you know. Mm. And the okay. the expectations that you have regarding how your mom was was with your husband, with her husband, like your dad, mm. for example, is what yeah. you expect between you and your wife, you know. Yes, and I think 
men gravitate generally I don't know I could be wrong but I feel like men gravitate to women in terms of marriage that women that were maybe shared like the same positive characteristics as their as their mothers and I think women tend to gravitate to men that have positive the same positive characteristics as their fathers mm. I could be wrong it's just a theory what do you think I'm actually moving towards the idea that it's not a theory, it's fact. <laughs> so <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, yeah, like that, bro, it's like, you, you see it, obviously seeing something doesn't mean it's fact, but like, I agree with you basically. Now, there are always going to be people that say, that doesn't apply to me. My dad's a waste, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, they said that. Yeah, I know. But yeah. we're talk- whenever we say stuff, I think usually we're talking about 80 out of 100 people, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And also, you don't always know. You don't realize that you like women like your mom or you like men like your dad. You yeah. don't realize that maybe until, you know, you go, you like, you reject three different guys and then the fourth guy, you actually, something in you makes you comfortable about him. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, this guy's actually got this and this like my dad. And then it dawns on you. Yeah. So, yeah, don't be so quick to, to dismiss it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, number one criteria is how similar are they to your mother or father, depending. That's an interesting one. Well, I, I like that. I've not really heard it said so directly before. Yeah. So, it's interesting. My one, I guess, is kind of similar, actually. Maybe it's a bit wider. It's it's values. Are your mm. values the same? And I think values encompasses, um, obviously, it's going to be uh, religious values in terms of, you know, like, how do you decide um, whether you should do something or not? Like, that's kind of part of your values. Yeah. The cultural values, like, what's the norm when... Your, I don't know. You have guests at your house. You know, what yeah, is the norm? yeah, yeah. Um, when uh, I don't know, when you're meeting your cousins, your uncles, what's the norm? What's your manners? What's uh, you know? Uh, how do you spend the money in your house? Um, you know, uh, how how ambitious are you in terms of how important is education in in your household? These are all values. I mm. think when your values are aligned. Halas. Don't don't worry about other stuff. Don't worry if they know like Surah and Nas or they know the whole Quran. Like, if the values are on point, I think it's it's actually the number one criteria, and you can go just based on that. So you're basically saying uh, your number one thing is how obedient your wife will be. What? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that no. Jordan Peterson interview, bro? No, go for it. What was it? Oh, okay, this, this guy called Dr. Jordan Peterson, yeah, he was on uh, Channel 4. He was getting interviewed by this lady, and she was pulling the straw man fallacy on him, which is when uh, you say, it's like in logic or it's in like um, debate, right? When you say something to yeah. someone, you, you make a statement, and they uh, reinterpret it in another way, and they say, <laughs> oh, you're saying that, and <laughs> then know, they, yeah, they attack know, that yeah. other thing. Right, I know, <laughs> and, I know. and this woman did it to this guy like been one time per minute. It was, it was crazy. I was just thinking of values and how like um, old school values are quite um, mm. like. I remember one of my uncles said it once. Oh, you just mm. you. Sh-. But before I was married, he goes, "Oh, you need to marry an obedient woman." And I just okay. found that so like so like uh, direct. I don't know. Yeah, I know, but. Um, I don't know. Like it might be important. Allah alam. It's just controversial I mean, yeah, in this day and age. It is controversial, but I mean, you know what it is that like, people might get upset about that, right? Yeah. But and I I might get upset about something else. Okay, like back when I was on Twitter, I would argue with people about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then I actually, after doing that for like a year or whatever, yeah, <laughs> I realized like, look, I don't agree with how you think, but. And and what I believe, what I think, I believe that's true, right? I believe yeah. that is the best way. Yeah. Now, if you want to go about your life in a way that I don't think is the best way, you're yeah. actually free to do that, Yanni. Like, yeah. okay, you are kind of damaging me in a sense, like you're damaging uh, the ummah, and I'm part of the ummah, okay. But, halas, Yanni, no point arguing. Because these beliefs, they're built up over decades. 
you know mm-hmm. that you know you've got to factor in how your parents were what kind of education you had uh, where you were educated this and this and this so many things have built up into you believing that oh it's controversial to say that or this mm. or this or this in it so these these kind of beliefs will not be broken down mm. or you want you're not going to be open to changing your mind um in in 140 characters or whatever right so so yeah man it's like look you said your uncle said yeah a, obedient woman like mm. so be it if you think that's uh, actually if you're muslim i don't actually know how you could kind of disagree with that because yeah it's it's actually uh something that the wife has to do in Islam. So I don't really know. Maybe, yeah. obviously, I, think, I, I, think, I understand if you're uncomfortable with the yeah. wording of it, but... I think people misconstrue like, it. Real. People misconstrue it based on, like, pe- bad men are using that to their advantage. When really, we're mm. talking about good men, you mm. know what I mean? Obedient to a good man. Do you understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, true, yeah. Yeah, so it's values, man. Like, like you said, like, um, in some households, uh, you know, women will be quite obedient, etc. In other households, it's like uh, women kind of just come and go as they please. They come in, they go out as they like. They don't really you know, ask for permission, this and that. And this is where you find all this divorce and stuff is because they're not aligned in their values. No, Someone, no. you know, even the even the way that people might not be imagining, where the man is loose and he marries a woman who's from a strict household, oh, she yeah. might feel uncomfortable with a man giving her so much. Um, freedom, right? Yeah. She that might she she might be like, in the end, yeah. Her definition of a good man is some is one way, and then she's married this guy, and he's so liberal with her. She might be thinking this guy's not a real man. Like, yeah, why yeah, should yeah. I respect him? Why should yeah. this and this and this? That's, so I, it, I find that a lot ways. in um, at least in Tunisia where I'm from. I find like a, it goes back to like men and women practicing or whatever. I, I mm. find like a lot of women in Tunisia pray and they practice and that but their husbands is just you know absolutely crazy like do you know what mm. I mean like really mm. really bad problems mm. spiritually and and it's hard man because I think that's what makes a lot of women back home tougher as well and maybe a bit more you know they have to stand yeah. on their two feet because I don't know men aren't men enough really that's the bottom line mm. yeah and yeah we discussed the whole masculinity thing and you know the factors contributing to that Mm. Um, obviously, ultimately, you know, I would, you know, if I have some of these traits that we're talking about that are, you know, not, not, I'm not masculine enough. You know, I take mm. full responsibility for that. Um, and inshallah, you know, individually, we'll try and try and improve ourselves. Um, but it doesn't give. Uh, in the end, what's right is right. Yeah. Mm. So if you're a woman, your your man is is a, a fool. Okay. Yeah. In the end, you still you still gotta obey him yeah, to an extent, like uh, or whatever the other rights he has upon you, and vice versa. You know, if your wife is not, you know, she's not doing what she needs to be doing, she's not doing, you know, uh, you still gotta do give her her rights. Like no doubt, it's you do what you gotta do. Focus on your responsibilities. If you're finding your responsibilities are becoming very difficult because you're not compatible, then yeah, that's that's a problem. You need to think about how to. How to progress uh, away from that place? You know, no, I don't. Uh, right, I mean, yeah, we've hit an hour, and I have to go and pray. But what I'm thinking mm. is, uh, we'll make this part one, mm. and we'll get the guys who have listened this far to send mm. their emails in regarding mm. this topic. So okay. regarding this topic, and we can continue next episode. Inshallah. And then, because we've just hit an hour, I think. Yeah, so we've hit an hour. We'll get next, well, hopefully, we'll record it as soon as we get those emails in and see mm-hmm. what you guys have thought about what we've said so far and yeah. what other things you want us to talk about regarding this topic. Because I just want to get it out of the way, bro. Because this is a big boy yeah, topic. Get, get the initial ideas out there. And yeah. See what people have to say. And, you know, as with the last, uh, yeah, it was the last episode. Yeah. Some really good emails and it allowed us to create really good, uh, cover a lot of different topics. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Topic. Yeah, no so doubt. So that was really good. So yeah, we went through 
the different uh, criteria for a man picking a wife and, and then for a wife picking a, a woman picking a husband. Yeah. And we talked about different preferences. Maybe next episode we talk about the whole uh, racial thing. Does he have a yeah. degree? Is he a doctor? All this stuff, inshallah. Yeah, we could but even... you uh, guide us with your emails, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. So if whatever you want to ask regarding this topic or what we want to talk about, you can send your questions to mindheistpodcast at gmail.com. Inshallah. Or you can just hassle Emin on Snapchat, which everyone seems to do. The thing with Snapchat is, is it's kind of unlikely that it'll get answered because how do I like save it and like remember to go to it and all of that? That's the problem. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, just emailing is simple, man, and it will get covered definitely. And yeah, I'll let you go and pray now. Uh, it's a good episode so far. We'll continue bit of Thank you for listening. Again, the, the email address is mindheistpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, drop us an email and please do share the podcast as well. Uh, pick, pick your favorite episode and share it with someone. Oh, and, and leave a review on iTunes. I forgot we, we stopped telling people to do that. There's still yeah, reviews on iTunes, so you can do that. Yeah. Okay. Let's end it there, inshallah. All right, then. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha ila ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk and assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah